Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Angela. This is Books, Books Are, are good, good, actually. actually. And for the month of June, we read uh, Goddess of Anarchy, which is a weird title if you think about it, because, you know, No Gods Were Masters, mm-hmm, by mm-hmm, uh, Jacqueline mm-hmm. Jones. Maybe that, that was chosen on purpose. Probably. Mm. Probably. Um, so to kind of jump right in uh what i read about jacqueline jones she's actually a a professor about i should say dr jacqueline jones but whatever uh they're a professor or like they've studied labor movements so i would say this book is definitely more very heavy on the labor movements which is great and then there's stuff about lucy but we'll get into it um yeah for a book about lucy like i mean it definitely spends like all of the time talking about lucy but it also manages to fit a lot in about various yeah which i think is pretty important um this is probably i think our third book that definitely focused on labor movements and this one is very more obviously focused on the chicago area of labor movements mm-hmm. um you know where, history- where are the books before it? Uh, i mean people's history yeah people's history and, then, and uh, Ho and Hammer, in a way. Ah, Hammer and Ho. Hammer and Ho, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, because I could not remember, and this will come up later in question uh, four, but um, I was wondering, like, I remember reading about the ILD. Where did right. I read about the ILD? And I couldn't remember what book it was, uh, but Hammer and Ho. Yeah. Okay, so the first question is... Uh, do we had any knowledge of Lucy Parsons or Chicago slash, I guess, Chicago history, and also more importantly, Chicago's labor history? Do you um, want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I've only heard of Lucy Parsons in passing, probably because of Behind the Bastards, uh, mostly mm-hmm. from just the whole dynamite thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't really aware of like Chicago history. And I should have also put like te- Waco, Texas history. Um, mm-hmm. I have family in Texas. And they're in Central Texas. So to me, Waco was always, one, uh, crazy. Two, uh, the place where that shit went down. David so, Crush. Yeah, David Crush. So reading this book, uh, kind of in the history, uh, the author going through the Waco history stuff, I was like, that makes sense why that place is fucking weird. Um, mm-hmm. Just crazy. Uh, so yeah, I didn't really have much knowledge before going into this book. So yeah, my Waco knowledge um, definitely didn't exist from this period of time outside of like um, the little bit of like an understanding of what was going on in Texas from the Black Cowboys book that we read. But that right. didn't really focus on politics as much as it did the general like living conditions on the range. Uh, the My understanding of Haymarket and Chicago politics was a bit more uh rounded out because uh the dollop did a fantastic two-parter on the pullman strikes and then there also were they did an episode on i think it might have been a two-parter might not have on uh eugene depps and uh cannot remember behind the bastards did they do did behind the bastards do a haymarket episode i don't recall unfortunately if they, if they haven't well, if he hasn't, but if they haven't, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw. Um, why can't I remember her name? Um, his producer, 
this this is clearly a failed parasocial relationship. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so yeah, I had I had a decent idea of uh, what went down at Haymarket with respect to Allen, and but I didn't really have a good understanding of like his entire life and her life with respect to um, what they were doing before the trial and and why they were singled out so viciously right um and i want to say that this book doesn't focus on um it kind of hand waves away or doesn't really focus on like just uh the ideology of anarchy like anarchism it kind of just uses some of the words that i guess were the more incendiary incendiary words from lucy to kind of talk about her ideology, but it doesn't really go much into that. Um, I guess we're kind of really into number the two. The thing but. is, I, I I honestly, like as much as like it talked about how like both she and Alan Parsons read a lot of theory books and they were hanging out with Germans who definitely would have known about Capital and Karl Marx. Right. Um, I don't necessarily know that they had like a solid like ideological definition of what anarchy meant to them right because they because she gets really upset at like the libertarian anarchists later on and they're the uh, the sexual proclivities that they uh, prefer and engage in um yeah and i i feel like if she had a fleshed out understanding of anarchy like she would be totally cool with that but yeah it seems like a lot of um the way that she uh, they arrived at anarchy was a way to get into the newspapers and really play off of the current media storm because like that was part of their justification or like what is i guess you could say speculated to be the justification of like all right let's you know things are not going super well like we need to we need to like punch it up a notch all right let's talk about Mm -hmm. anarchy and making bombs and doing all that shit so um i guess Mm -hmm. we can roll into general feelings and kind of the overview yeah um i like the layout of the book um it definitely um the author um dr jacqueline jones does a or dr jones uh does a really good job of um researching her early life and lays out a lot of what would have been the realities for her given what she was able to research um, regarding the kind of work that she was forced to do as a slave and um, what the sort of trek from Virginia to Texas would have been like um, and also does a really good job of um, researching the relationships that um, Lucy had with various people in Waco, Texas, before she and Alan um, end up oh. going to Chicago. By the way, it's Albert. Oh, Albert. Saying, yeah. Alan. Right. Yeah. Right. Albert Parsons. Why do I keep saying Alan? I don't know. It's it doesn't okay. matter. He dies. Spoilers. Um, Lucy's <laughs> where it's at. Um, and um, yeah, the the um, it follows a very good format of i mean the the trial isn't like the end of the book 
because like Lucy's life doesn't end there. So it's like really focused on in the middle of the book and gets a fair number of chapters to it. I think like two towards the lead up, like one for the trial itself and then like two for the aftermath. One focus on what Lucy yeah. was going on um, and like how she did all this stuff after the trial to like try and raise money. Um, and then one regarding how the prisoners were being kept and what have you. Uh, and then the rest of the book is just Lucy's life and the various things she, um, I liked it. Um, I listened to it as an audiobook. I didn't read it. Um, so outside of spies and, um, uh, it's not Lucille, um, her, her other friend. Um, oh, um, Swank's, yeah. uh, I forgot her first name. Lizzie. Lizzie. Lizzie, yes. Yeah. Outside of those two names, I didn't hold on to a lot of names because audiobook. Um, but it really seemed like most everyone else was like kind of in the periphery. Yeah. Um, there was definitely a lot of, yeah, there's like a lot of names and they're connected to a lot, you know, different organizations, but they weren't usually mentioned unless Lucy was like replying to them or they say something about her in general. Yeah. And of course, like Mother Jones is in the periphery, Eugene Depp's in the periphery, and um, the ILDs um, in the periphery, and so those stuck out to me. But it's it's mostly just Lucy, and that's cool because she led a pretty cool life. Though I definitely have some bones to pick with the ideological choices she made. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So my impression of the book, uh, I initially so there are some one star reviews for this book on amazon which i thought were interesting weird um most of that came from the fact that uh some people thought jacqueline jones was uh being unfair in the depiction of lucy parsons and mm. that she wasn't you know this person who was a feminist and a uh you know someone uh, advocating for racial justice and you know, I can see that, but I have, you know, you based on her Lucy's actions, that that was true. Like yeah. I that's the facts. Yeah. Lucy also try to hide that. Um also what petty people, like if you have a squabble about how like an author like does research and then lays out that research, like that's not a reason to give one star. Yeah. Um, like it, it would be a one-star book if like there are significant spelling mistakes and large gaps in her life that are explained and the author like just interjects with her own like feelings about like certain things but that's not what went on here right um and i like the fact that uh dr jones was trying to answer those questions of why did you know lucy stayed away from uh you know getting involved with the black people in chicago why did she not you know try hard enough for a lot of these women uh you know different women uh tailors and seamstresses and you know unfortunately it's i guess lucy didn't really, she didn't really keep a a fucking journal or anything it's like there's really no unlike a lot of like other uh biographies especially during the 18, you know, 1800s, 1900s, where there were like a fuck ton of journals. It seems mm -hmm. like everyone had fucking one. We can really kind of get more in depth here. They're just, you really just had what the newspaper said, which were all hilariously lies. Other people's like 
uh, recollection. Yeah. And you don't really know why Lucy did what she did. We also don't know why the fuck she lied so goddamn much about her race. Um, you know, uh, I thought it was interesting that she lied about her age. Um, the reason why it's interesting because my uh, my mom's mom, so my grandmother, she also lied about her age. And she was like hmm. 10 years older. So I'm just like, that's just weird. That's like another per- like another black person or a black woman who lied about her age um mm-hmm. <laughs> so what the fuck does that all about um so uh yeah i think overall uh the book is really good i thought the haymarket um examination was great because it felt like it was one of those things where obviously people have their own agenda of to as to how they want to frame that mm-hmm. and the fact that jones rightly said this was a trial for on anarchy and free speech and not about the bombing is mm-hmm. super fucking correct and yeah absolutely you know things like like that's i'm just like really puzzled by these one star reviews it's just like no this like like you can easily like you can easily say oh no uh, albert parsons and lucy parsons their rhetoric had uh dire consequences and you know they were they were rightly you know vilified yada 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 mm-hmm. obviously Jones has like uh does not care for violent rhetoric. Uh she this they thought it was not it's not helpful. Uh just led to more problems. And mm. it kind of did um for some folks just cuz they were they mm. kind of shied away. So, I mean in terms of like uh for some of these organizations, they kind of were trying to shy away from that type of shit and yeah. it's kind of difficult to shy away from that or it's when when the police get machine guns, I don't know. You kind of you you answer yeah. with dynamite. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think a big part of why the uh, violence that occurred was so counterproductive in this particular case is, despite all of their talk of organizing, um, the anarchists, uh, at least the the primary anarchists that were organizing, were not organized enough. Yeah. Like the fact that like, okay, you're going to throw a single bomb at the police and then what? Yeah. Um, And then what? And then what? Like, are you, are you going to storm like all the police barracks? Are you going to throw more bombs at the police? Like either, especially given like it, it, I, because we don't know who threw this. Yeah, we still don't okay. know. It's forever done. It's a forever cold case. My, yes. I'm going to put on my true crime hat. Forever cold case <laughs> file. <laughs> um, and listeners, as a really quick recap, there was a demonstration on May the 4th that a bunch of anarchists and other people were at. They were just standing around chanting slogans. Lucy, Albert, I said it right this time, and they're Supposedly, their two kids were there. They left at a certain point, basically to go get some food and beer at a local bar nearby. And then an unknown individual threw a dynamite bomb at police who were um, trying to like accost and like attack the peaceful protesters. And then uh, basically, the entire city decided to crack down on anarchists, and in particular, yeah. those seven. Um, those seven being like newspaper men, 
like no one who is directly tied to the throwing, um, but they're indirectly tied through their their words. Yeah, their words. And Albert kind of trolled the fuck out of these undercover cops a lot. He's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, here's how we make the bombs. And they're like, oh, I need to go back to the station chief and tell them. And Albert's mm-hmm. like, like, and, and it's funny because they were like, fucking obvious about it too mm-hmm. and they're still obvious about being fucking under police yeah but anyway cops can never can like there's something in cops that makes them so for most cops so bad at being under yeah uh you know what they're really good at being undercover and a bunch of white supremacist shit <sighs> they caught all those uh yeah. uh front fuckers our national front whatever the fuck anyway yeah. that shit that happened a couple weeks ago um but yeah so like as much as dr jones is like violence is probably bad it's like mm, most revolutionary movements required violence at some point and usually uh, and you can point to like sign fine in the ira or um the anc and um the south african liberation movement or even say Martin Luther King versus Max, like right. ha- having violence as a method, even if it's not necessarily your primary method, is still useful for forcing um, the status quo politicians and centers of power into bargaining with the moderates in your movement. Yeah. Um... I guess we'll probably talk more into was was this effective uh, a bit later. Um, but yeah, so there is the the bombing happened. Albert took the fuck off and was super smart about leaving. And especially this is like eighteen seventy something, and I already forgot. So apologies. Eighteen seventy three. Thank you. Uh, whole point is is that um, this is a time where you can just leave, and that was kind of it. Like no one can find you. No one can find you. They're well, like very he, difficult. he also did the really smart thing of like shaved his beard off and yes. stopped dyeing his hair. So his hair went gray and like changed his clothes up and gave a new name and like went from Chicago to Wisconsin. So like he could have stayed there and yes. just like it, he, they wouldn't have got him. No fucking way. Yeah, there's no way. Um, So uh, they got everybody else and his lawyer was like hey maybe get albert to come back and maybe we can work out a deal and uh we'll maybe not everybody will get the fucking death penalty they'll just go to jail for forever um you know the idea of being like would a guilty man return to face justice and the people who are hopped up on like hang the anarchists are like cool sweet you you came back great I can't wait to hang you. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of kerfuffle about, oh, we could, uh, if you guys sign some document or whatever, we could probably get you just to go to jail for 25 years or like to life or some shit. Um, and Albert refused. I think some of the other, okay, uh, this part's a little fuzzy because I wasn't sure if the other five agreed or were kind of like, nah. Three signed, four refused. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then Albert's also closest friends were like, no, 
uh no you shouldn't sign this shit you probably should just die um Mm -hmm. and also like if you think about it and especially you know as we later in the book about uh you know their son who got lucy sent him off to a insane asylum yeah but like the the, prison rights aren't fucking great today it definitely didn't fucking exist then uh he would have essentially just been tortured to death and probably um even the guys who did get you know jail for 20 years they got out they just um they fucked off they just yep. lived a secluded life yep they they that was it so Which, they're essentially dead fair like i oh, mean yeah for sure you, i'm you sure you have like extreme trauma yeah um so, so yeah. like, i can see i can see where if you're like death penalty or uh be in a fucking cell and you know people get beat the shit out of and also mm-hmm. just torture mm-hmm. like which one you should do um yeah. you know uh, uh I, can, I know i guess I it's like I, yeah and i i know it's like oh it's ironic because they got pardoned later and it's still like i dude that's that's still 20 years in prison yeah <laughs> yeah or like was it 20 years was it the 90s 1890s i don't even know yeah, it was like okay, fifteen to twenty years about, and then the the new the mayor pardoned them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, also ironically, because Albert got hung, Lucy really skyrocketed in terms of just being an agitator and mm-hmm. like really started pissing the police off. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Though I will say, like, she continued to talk for like forty, fifty more years. Yeah. And nobody else was in like found her talks encouraging enough to immediately act on them by throwing bombs. So they were probably fine to just leave her be. But I mean, that's also hindsight. So yeah. Um, granted, there were a couple of you know folks who used bombs for their assassinations, and mm-hmm. either she kind of denounced them or whatever, and other socialists kind of are like, "Oh, they're using dynamite, so they must be anarchists," even though like they totally weren't anarchists, and mm-hmm. so they're like, "I'm gonna stray away from Lucy." Um, however, you have to kind of think: Do they stray try to push her away because she's a you know, a colored woman or, you know, and that kind of brought up the prejudices again or, you know, because of her speech or also because of her speech and because she's a woman, you know, there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Then there's also the fact that, like, she she was extremely forceful with her opinions, which often led to falling outs with organizers that some could argue were more successful than right. her and that also probably limited her ability to really get things done um, yeah um she definitely had her feuds with folks and then also kind of the hypocrisy between her like, free love and mm-hmm. also like kind of abandoning her other husband her first husband mm-hmm. and then just being maybe with being lovers yeah and then having these quote-unquote borders at her house that turned out to also just she's seeing around public with them like Uh, i mean you hang out with your roommates i get that yeah 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 doesn't have to be sexual right um but it's just uh i I think really that kind of just highlights people's just 
personal feelings and personal just things like I just don't like you, but I'm gonna have to figure out a way to say that but be like this needs to be an ideological way instead of just like, I just don't like you as a person. I don't like what you do. Yeah. But I need to find a different way of saying that that makes me look not like a petty baby. Um, yeah. Um, so got any interesting facts from the book? Um, let's see. I thought it was interesting um, how the I, I know this sounds kind of odd, but like just the fact that she gets she was like sponsored to go on a lot of these like train rides to like do her speaking tours. I thought that was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um the fact that, uh, you know, she got arrested at a lot of these and, like, put in jail for, like, you know, a day or whatever and then, like, got mm -hmm. out. Um, the fact that, yeah, as a... It's so fucking hilarious that everyone kept trying to figure out what she was in terms of, like, race relations yeah. so they could, like, be like, okay, I once I put her in this spot, then then I can, I guess, put all of my prejudices onto her and I can I can figure that. And then I couldn't do it. And mm -hmm. I just thought that was very funny that just all of their descriptions of her were just so fucking all over the place. It was it was great. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the uh, the fact that she managed to go and like meet, you know, Peter Kropotkin and all those that, other folks was, yeah, that was pretty cool. cool. Uh, you know, she was definitely in the mix of like everything. And um you know, I think I think overall she she she's just a very interesting character. Um, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, she made all the best choices because she certainly certainly did fucking not. But yeah, who does? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought I overall. Um. Yeah, there's just a lot of interesting things about the book. Um. I think also the nice crossover with Hammer and Ho and some of our other books that we read about yeah. uh, labor stuff. Yeah. Um, the thing that I think was interesting about the book, and this may have been due to the fact that I was listening to it as an audiobook at 1.5 speed, um, so I may have just missed it, um, but in the later chapter when they're talking about the work she was doing with the ILD, it doesn't really go into what she was doing with the ILD, I felt like. And yeah, she. Sorry, go on. Given what we know about the ILD and like the availability of those documents, I feel like the the fact that that wasn't like explored further um, left me like being like, well, okay, so she was associated with the ILD, but what what did she do with the ILD, and how did she feel about what the ILD was doing? Like, I feel like these things, especially when the ILD was around, um, like if she made statements about the ILD in public, they definitely would have been reported at least in newspapers and whatnot, or at least the ILD's papers. Right. Um, so. I think with the ILD, uh, she, sorry, I, I'm actually looking this up real quick. I thought she was kind of like, she was associated, but she really do anything. I thought she just helped like edit some papers and things like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought it was funny with the fucking ILD. Um, fuck. I don't recall the guy and I just like read this chapter, but like her association with like communists, like pissed off a lot of other socialists and were like, oh, well, you know, she, the communists like you really know how to like properly like flatter people to like get on their side. And, you know, Lucy seems like the person to like want to have like a really big tent um, 
type of organization and what you know if you're anti-capitalist then like you're good enough for me and that's uh that was like bad and i'm just mm-hmm. like ah once again we have this stupid shit of well you're not my flavor of you know leftism so go fuck yourself and yeah. you know i'm just like uh, nothing ever changes <laughs> yeah it really doesn't um so that was definitely a really good thing about how she organizes that she she wasn't like a first organizing with someone just because of their labor uh, the label label um but at the same time like i can also see the argument that like being as nebulous as she was in her ideology maybe led to the lack of like organizing focus that she had through most of her life like right she was willing to organize with like pretty much anyone as long as they hadn't had a spat but like outside of like generally making things better for the laboring man like especially given like the arguments that she and albert were making in the 1870s and 1860s like they didn't think that the united states was a legitimate like thing and were arguing for like the disillusion of everything so like like i can absolutely see like why people would be like why are you organizing with them like they want right. they want a state why are you so yeah yeah i i can see it both ways yeah and um lucy also you said i guess we kind of mentioned like oh yeah she worked with like everybody but she really did not like working with people who weren't working if they were scab not scab sorry like homeless folks or uh any anybody of like kind of below a status that she believes that she should be at which is like you know professors and like other intellectual folks Mm -hmm. she kind of did not care for them yeah which is weird because she like constantly was stumping for like starving children and tramps and what have you but like it's that whole like I want to be an anarchist, but like, how dare you impugn upon me as a woman, like on my character? Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh, uh, as as Jones put in, like, it's a very Victorian, like era, like thought pattern that mm-hmm. he engages with. And I wonder if that's just due to some of the books she read, which were by most, you know, were very male focused. Um, Absolutely. probably definitely, you know, that pre-Victorian or Victorian era type of philosophy and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, that if, and, and that's also what everybody else was reading. Right. So, yes. You know, and for context listeners, like the majority of the theory that Albert and Lucy engaged in was like European theory, because uh, when they were in Chicago, like all of their friends all of their neighbors were German immigrants. So they learned to speak German and they coordinated and worked with German immigrants. And so like all of their theory is like from a very white male European perspective. Yeah. And that is unfortunately very frustrating because Lucy did not move away from that at all. She was like trade unions. That's how we can do everything. Mm -hmm. And everyone else was like, that's nice but like what about the farmers how do we get them off the tractors okay my futurama joke um but uh you know but she's like 
these workers that are here that are like you know immigrants and stuff and eventually be you know russian jews that came over like it was still they are the focus not this lumpen proletariat yeah and then like even lenin was like after point like hey the southern blocks are also the other like they they are like the fucking other serfs that we just had here and lucy's Mm -hmm. like yeah (laughs) so Yeah. yeah it's it's definitely as much as she was very well read for the time like uh. yeah you have to kind of wonder like because she read a fuck ton of newspapers and you have to be like dude there were so many goddamn lynchings like how do you Mm -hmm. miss all that like Mm -hmm. it is yeah yeah especially given your childhood like yeah yeah. i guess after a point you know uh as she super bought into her own i'm not gonna say uh you know i'm gonna say it she's super bought into her own bullshit of yes i'm a i'm a indian and i'm a mexican and that's that's my identity i am not yeah. black now do you, i guess this is a good time to go into question four do you feel that that was a defense mechanism that she was afraid to let go of because she knew she would not get the um the attention the respect the um consideration that she did as a uh uh mexican and native american woman than she would have as a black woman uh that's like hard to say i'm trying to like think of i i'm trying to think of like what's the advantage here of being also another oppressed like a mix of another oppressed group um Mm -hmm. at the time Mm -hmm. i guess like post-civil war it's very difficult like even more difficult to everyone's still held right yeah so i guess maybe it was like all right if i can separate myself from all this and maybe like because my abuse was from by like skin color if i can pretty much force other people to be my own reality of like i'm not black i can start moving making moves if i mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. yeah I I definitely think that that's what it was at the end of the day, but like also like given the the shift that occurred in say post World War One with like the ILD organizing and defending right. like black people in the South and one sec really wish that my nose wasn't uh, going crazy today, but anyway. Yeah, given the shift in things after World War One and the fact that she organized and worked with the ILD, I'm really surprised that she didn't, like, even if she wasn't necessarily outing herself as a Black woman instead of being Mexican and Native American, um, the fact that she didn't stand up for Black people's rights in that period more is, like, weird to me. Because, like, everybody else was well not everybody but like in that milieu yeah like she did it once uh with the one um person with the two men who got um accused of raping those uh this these white women uh she the mother of, of the accused like you know said like i'm writing you know wrote like in a newspaper somewhere like i'm writing as a working mother and like my like i i don't have enough to like do anything nice and like all this like horrible shit's going on and lucy like supported her and like there's like one mm-hmm. photo apparently of them together and it's like the one photo of like lucy around any black people so like mm-hmm. 
you know, granted, this is when she was like in her 70s. So maybe reflecting on her life, maybe she was like, maybe like she felt sympathy, right, for for this. And I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. We don't we don't have a journal about this shit, like her reasoning for, <laughs> for anything. Um, and that's probably because if she did keep a journal, uh, there would have been two different opportunities for it to have gone up in flames. Yeah. Uh, also, police raided her house probably quite often. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Probably smart to not keep a journal. Yeah, and also I wonder if, like, um, if she also was trying not to be known as black so that she can kind of get around a lot of these like racial ass like racist ass laws yeah she was also true. married so you know i'm I'm laws wouldn't yeah. have allowed that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um you know and the fact that albert also like kind of also bought into her story was is interesting the fact that he's also like oh yeah no she's well she says she is shut the fuck up about my wife or whatever she you know yeah. try to speculate about that or you might find some dynamite under your bed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, so, like initially, yeah. I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe Lucy did eventually do nice." No, she didn't. She did it once. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. It is what it is. So yeah. Yep. Yep. Would have been cool though. Could have yep. been cooler, Lucy. It's okay. You're cool enough. Ish. Yeah, you're cool enough. <laughs> yeah. Except for the whole your son thing. Yeah, that whole shit that that went down was not great. Yeah. Definitely, she definitely had an issue with control. Oh, yeah. And I think it also, like, as I mentioned, her very Victorian-esque era of like, oh, my son is going to be just like her, you know, his papa and going to, you know, lead the charge for anarchy. And her Mm -hmm. son's like, I have been working, you know, I, I don't know you as a mother, I've yeah. been with other people as my family members. I want to have my own life. And... I want to go to the Philippines and kill other people. Yeah, which is like, if you think about uh, time, uh, that was probably the one of the few ways to express your masculinity was to go overseas and kill people. It's uh, true. It's true. Or work in places, but then get fired. Like, it wasn't really, you know, he probably just wants some fucking stability after just yeah. being shuffled around, losing his dad, his mother being gone, you know, doing all these speaking all the shit, you know, just it like being in the army sounds probably fucking great because it's like, cool, I get to eat and I know what the fuck, I, like someone's telling me to do something and it's just this one thing and I can put all my focus on that. And then, you know, yeah. having your mom show up and be like, hey, so like I sent you a birthday card. So like you should still love me, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Very selfish. Very. uh, We can only go back in time and give people therapy. (laughs) Also rights, but therapy. Yeah, therapy and rights would be great. Yeah. Also, if we could go to modern times and give people rights, that would be (laughs) great. That'd be great, too. No, no, nothing's going on. Anyway, um, so we're Albert and Lucy's methods effective um so i guess we should probably describe what their methods are before we sure go into them right um it seems like a lot of it is like in my mind uh or like kind of what i the sense there's a lot of newspaper writings you know uh reaching Mm -hmm. out to the german immigration population and trying to reach out a little bit to like the english popular or english language population 
um, trying to have clubs or meetings or picnics where you talk about, you know, you have these speeches about all these different uh, issues mm-hmm. and things like that. And then um, sort of organizing the workers. And that's where I think that's, I think that's probably about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, so they definitely had a core group of people, but everyone in that core group of people was only focused on agitation. Right. Um, there was no like members of their group who were like, okay, I'm going to focus on like organizing this factor. There was no like individuals in the group who were like, I'm going to focus on forming random acts of terror on like uh, private property by like lighting them on fire or destroying them, what have you. Um, and I think that maybe that was because they didn't want to all get thrown into jail uh, because the cops absolutely would have done that. Oh yeah. They, you know, cops have infiltrated or have been around. Also the media just reports on every single fucking thing that they did. And like we're at this the meetings and then recorded the meetings. Also because they actively went oh, and yeah. like sought the media out to talk to them. It's There's like, that too. Yeah. They Which, they try to they try to do their they try to play play the media off of them the media played on that like it was uh, a kind of a cat and mouse game of yeah. that attention and then so that basically is all they were doing up until the Haymarket affair and then after the Haymarket affair Lucy primarily went around trying to sell Albert's book that she put together uh, or copies of her various speeches and then also just giving speech um before we continue all right um so we were talking about uh their effectiveness of their methods which was mm-hmm. basically divided on uh people who probably worked in one factory were, said okay i'm going to organize this factory let me try to get people going but well, that's very... what they didn't do oh they didn't okay my bad yeah i'm saying that's what they should have done but right. instead okay. they just like agitated all the time in newspapers and just talk to the press and i think the like idea was like if we just agitate enough like the proletariat will organize themselves it's like nah they're trying to eat yeah um i would say unlike uh you know a comparison to hammer and hoe and ild a lot of those folks what they did when they went down there after they get over their dumb racist ass ideas was provide food, provide ways to help out the community so that they can do these strikes and can Mm -hmm. hold out long enough to get what they want. Mm -hmm. When these strikes happen, generally, they have, unfortunately, I don't know, like, how long, like, I don't recall a lot of, like, this strike happened on this date, which I'm like, okay, and then, like, it was kind of, like, shortly after they, it got, they only got, like, a dollar raise or some shit like that. Like, it wasn't, Mm -hmm. uh, it seemed like it didn't, it wasn't lasting a long time before, Mm -hmm. The holdout was kind of over. Everyone got fired. It was like Dunzo, right? So mm-hmm. they their strategy was just kind of shit, you mm-hmm. know. But I, I can also say that we need people to walk before other people can run, right. and it's useful as like a case study of like just purely talking about things isn't enough. Yeah, and later on in Lucy's life, she does mention, or I think it may have been her and some other folks kind of uh, later were like, 
you know, we have like theory rot and that was like theory is nice. But if no one sees you doing anything, then it's just kind of fucking nothing. No no one knows. Like once they don't see you do do, as an example, Mm -hmm. then there's there's no way to convince people to get on your side, Mm -hmm. you know. And like they did marches and whatnot, but like right. it was always like we're gonna march and then we're gonna have a picnic and we'll do some speeches, but then there's no like concrete point of like, okay, and now we're going to do a strike on this thing. Yeah. 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 It's it's yeah, it's like, okay, we're doing a strike, but like at the end of the day, yeah. do does this feed my kid? And the answer is generally no, it yeah. didn't because yeah. they forgot to do the uh the aid part mm-hmm. of the the like part of like uh, you know striking i think all has to go hand in hand with like some mutual aid obviously yes. you know yes. and they probably didn't really develop that theory or thought until fucking later yeah you know yep and uh and they we didn't necessarily get like a ton of excerpts from these speeches so there may have been calls to like strike uh, at this factory or boycott this product but like without that that like additional structure that would support people in doing that like it's really hard to get people to do that yeah um there were times though that they did help with legal defense funds like Mm -hmm. it it did start with haymarket a bit but then uh there's a couple other folks who got jailed they um, some enterprising folks were like, hey, you know, we should just start these legal, def- like these defense funds for people who get in jail so we can help them get out on bond and stuff like that. And that was good. Like, that's good. But, you know, unfor- unfortunately, a lot of those folks still got executed because this was post-World War One Red Scare Part yep. 1. Um, yep. So that they were going to get hung anyway. But, you know, it was just like, oh, we should have defense funds for our comrades for when they get you know in on these trumped up charges and they actually have representation mm-hmm. um which is i guess sort of the uh beginnings of your the the modern day uh bail bond uh, right. funds yeah so that's good but it if only they could have had the next hundred years of like theory and organizational tactics just like downloaded into their brains yeah um and then they all would have had psychotic breaks (laughs) of course um however this is not to say that they didn't influence people or got people to really think because of their books or their speeches like they did do some good there it's Mm -hmm. just when i you know you can tell by the end of the book like lucy has had you know a fucking hard life she's been through many strikes she's seen many strikes she's been in jail She's seen her friends get killed, uh, mm-hmm. or her husband's been killed. Her husband's been killed, and like <laughs> she sent her son to an insane asylum. Yeah, her her daughter died. Like, there's just so much just strife that she has, yeah. and you can tell like after a point, it's just like holy fuck. Like maybe all this work I was doing didn't really amount to much of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, however you know her books did like she managed like she got her literature and other things out there but Mm -hmm. and you know i think also she realized like uh you know when she talked to some of these uh italian and mexican uh revolutionaries that oh yeah they really you know um uh respect albert parsons like the haymarket stuff and like they really understand Mm -hmm. like kind of the like what that meant and 
you know, so I guess she was hurting by that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know. You know what's really disappointing is that she never went down to Mexico yeah. and hung out with Trotsky. Because <laughs> she could have. Yeah, she was like, initially, she was like, yeah, Bolsheviks. And then after things kind of come out, and then she's like, oh, yeah, that's not cool, guys. Like, what the fuck? Uh, even- <laughs> I mean, you got to take care take care of some cool ox when yeah um Uh, another time we'll get into that yeah we'll we'll read some books by stalin (laughs) oh boy (laughs) gonna be me not trying to be mad the entire time of this podcast and be like no you're ah we could read some now instead uh (laughs) maybe we'll see i saw i probably still would get mad i don't know um (laughs) right so um, a lot of Lucy's speeches were very centered around men, and mm-hmm. especially uh, men should take up arms, men should uh, take back their like masculinity, they're the ones who are doing the thing of being the breadwinners, they're doing the stuff, and I guess she was trying to do some really weird shame, shame tactics and like yeah. humiliation tactics, yeah. and it's, and then on the other hand, she was like, women should also be independent from men but like but it's just as a like oh if women are dependent on men then like there's a lot of pressure for men to like they have to do this so mm-hmm. um wasn't like wasn't great still from that victorian sensibility type shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she she and lizzie did do like notionally some organization of like seamstresses or tried to yeah but it didn't really seem to pan out in the way that the rest of her like recorded organizing did um yeah and Uh, she definitely didn't join in in like the suffragette movement because both she and albert were extremely like fuck voting voting doesn't help right so that I can kind of get, because also, like, the suffragette movement was absolutely, like, a bougie white woman. Yes, it definitely was. Like, even if they were like, oh, we believe that you're, you know, Native American and, and Sp- you know, some type of Spanish, they still would not have let her in. Yeah. And also, she was very unbecoming of a woman at times, even though Lucy doesn't think so. So mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. I can see them looking at her and they're like nope and she's like i didn't want to be i don't want to fucking vote anyway dummies that's stupid yeah. yeah so yeah that i mean that makes ideological sense for why she didn't like take up the suffragette movement um in practical sense for why she didn't engage with it because they probably wouldn't i mean some may have like i mean mother jones or um What's her name? Um, Ida B. Wells? No. Um, the one who was uh, sent to Russia. Oh, Emma Gold- Goldman. Yeah, yeah, Goldman. Like, they would have definitely engaged with her, but she also, like, feuded with both of them over. Yeah, it was, like, reading the feuding stuff, I was like, God damn it. You know, it was so frustrating yeah it was such petty bullshit it was about it to her it was just about the quote-unquote sex stuff and i'm just like get the fuck over like yeah yeah 
but uh, what can you do? Yeah. Not much. Invent a time machine. Um, hmm. So yeah, it it going back to the question, it really just does feel like her perspective on like men and masculinity had such a, a Victorian like energy to it that like she primarily aimed all of her rhetoric at like trying to frame failing to do any of these things as a masculine if she was speaking to yeah you know because she was like yeah what about your wife and what about your children they're starving like what are you doing to help prevent that you yeah. know are you not man enough to strike and throw dynamite bombs yeah mm-hmm. it was uh it, it was a choice um mm-hmm. that i don't know uh, probably worked for a fair number of people but yeah i mean I, i've probably worked on a lot of like young guys i mm-hmm. imagine you know eh, i would i would even i given when she was speaking and who she was speaking to primarily like immigrants from europe and like lower class white men in general i can definitely see like those tactics working like yeah but at the same time, like, nobody likes to be nagged. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd honestly, like, I wish there were, like, recordings. Oh, man, yeah, seriously. Like, Just at least by like... by the 1920s, there should have yeah. least been, like, a couple, yeah. right? Yeah, 20s, 30s. Like, she was giving speeches throughout that time. Definitely could be recordings. But, I mean, if there are recordings, they're probably, like in some like archive somewhere if they still exist and they're probably not in great condition so it's a matter of figuring out if they exist finding where they are and then determining like it i'm surprised i I wouldn't be surprised if dr jones like tried to find anything but i also wouldn't be surprised if just due to the nature of who was being recorded where those things would have been stored like anything that did exist probably isn't in a condition where it could actually be like used yeah yeah um mm. so on to 5b uh we already did 5b never yeah. mind um on to the fun questions not that yeah. these weren't fun listener so debate bro or podcaster i feel this? like i feel like lucy would be a fucking debate bro straight up she agreed she just loves to have this. She loves the. I, I hate saying loves the attention, but she likes the like you know everything's mm-hmm. on the the spectacle. Mm-hmm. You know that shit. Fucking she, loved it. She thrives on being antagonist. Yeah, she would totally Absolutely. be a fucking debate, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I do not think that like as much as she and Albert like in their newspaper period, like you could be like, well, that's like a podcast, like. No, nah, like her, both their energies like were entirely like trying to get other people to engage with their argument, but then like never conceding anything about like they knew they were right. She knew yeah. she was right, um, and she never backed down. So yeah, definitely yeah. debate bro. Yeah, she would have you know her podcast, but her her thing would be debate bro shit, like yeah. straight up. If she had a podcast, it would just be like come on my podcast so I can tell you why you're wrong. Yeah. Um, would Lucy eat a modern Chicago hot dog with all the fixings? 
or would she consider that poison intended to keep the working man down? I, th- I think she'll eat a hot dog with all the fix. I agree. I also would probably think that she did because you hang out with Germans in the 1870s. They're eating boiled meat in the meat's intestines. Yes. Yeah. So she definitely, she definitely ate some sausage and some sauerkraut. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, I. So much, so much sauerkraut. So much sauerkraut smell. Oh my god, yeah. No, that's exactly where my mind went. I was like, everyone stank? Yeah, dude, Chicago must have stank so bad. All the slaughterhouses and mm-hmm. then like all the other smoke and then sauerkraut smell everywhere. Like, oh yeah. man. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so that answers that like critical question. Um, and then finally, why was there no recipe for dynamite? Um Probably because Jacqueline Jones want to get fucking sued. Eh, I mean, steal this, steal this book has done it. Like fair. So, like, I I don't think it would have been like that controversial. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Actually, I would I would have been interested in what was considered like the dynamite in eighteen you know seventy yeah, eighty. That, like it has that to be, be interesting. Quite different from whatever the fucks now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Or, like so yeah. far removed. Yeah. What what would be the 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 modern equivalent of yeah <laughs> yeah that would have been neat but uh, maybe maybe someday we'll find a book that is like a modern engineer's like uh, guide to ancient explosives. There you go. Look, there's already enough ancient weapon type shit around. <sighs> they can do yeah. explosives. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. A very very loose sense of ancient yeah um hmm. well i think we pretty much hit it all yeah did now we have to go back to being serious for like next five or so minutes uh Mm -hmm. so if you're u.s listener which i think majority based on my anchor.fm stats yeah uh (laughs) roby wade Mm -hmm. got overturned which everyone knew was coming and it still stung a shit ton when it happened uh Try to uh, one take care of your mental health, and then mm-hmm. two, um, I guess, stay mad, mm-hmm. and three, try to uh, fight back in any way that you're comfortable with, either by mm-hmm. uh, donating to abortion funds, uh, going to protests safely, um, yelling at your parents who voted for Trump or mm-hmm. any Republican. Just tell mm-hmm. them this is your fault, and uh, mm-hmm. don't fucking cry to me because mom's sad. Um, mm-hmm. sucks to suck if you're in a red state and do a sex strike if you're a woman uh, like just straight up especially if you're in a relationship with like a Republican man like one why uh, look, <laughs> uh, love is blind okay, uh, okay fair two uh, leave him uh, three sex strike if you can't do uh, the leading him or don't want to. Um, four, um, dynamite. Lucy says it's fine. Yeah, Lucy said it's fine. So we got to follow. Remember, you know, we've really put a lot of thought into uh, old dead people, you know, being how the nation should be. So mm-hmm. may as well follow this with dynamite, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you can go to a protest, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
uh, assassinate a Supreme Court justice? <laughs> like a couple, if you can, if you're up to it, if you're feeling saucy. Yeah, if you're feeling spicy, you know, mm-hmm. their addresses are online. It's, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. If you live in the Nova area, it's really <laughs> less, less so if you're like in Texas or Nebraska. And I know we always talk about voting and the effes- uh, efficiency of that, but, uh, you know, check around, see whom your local folks are, mm-hmm. and uh, perhaps donate to more progressive people if you feel like it. However, if they're part of the Democratic DNC, then you're going to get a bunch of text messages from them. So try to just give a fake phone number or some shit. You, you yeah. really don't want to have weird text messages with Nancy Pelosi's face popping up and saying, person. Did you know that bad thing happened? Donate now. So like, you know. And we can sing God bless America on the steps of the Capitol again. Yeah. So yeah. just just beware of when you donate to political candidates that they will just take your information, abuse it. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, and uh, if you're an anarchist that doesn't believe in voting like Lucy, I get it. Do it anyway. It doesn't hurt. Like, it literally doesn't hurt outside of like, the time spent to do it and worst case scenario it makes things slightly better for people who otherwise could potentially suffer and die yeah and yeah also uh we won't be the folks who'd be like oh you're a red state just move out because that's stupid and not feasible and just also just that's that's how uh, yes 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 and yes and that's also like that's how we end up with red states that stay red states. Yeah. Um, you know, so whole point is, is that uh, try your best. Uh, yell at people who are, who are being racist and other ist, mm-hmm. or try to talk to them a bit calmly or whatever. Um, unless you're fed up, then yeah, you probably can just yell at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, keep safe, stay hydrated. Yeah. Read some books with us. Yeah. Which are the next upcoming. Oh boy. The next two upcoming are going to be also just as upsetting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Settlers is going to be our next book. Um, there are free editions. I'll link them. I'm going to read the fourth edition, but I don't know. We'll see what the differences are. I'll, I'll double check. There are probably going to be mm-hmm. addendums and other fun stuff. Um, and then uh, the third or the book after Settlers is Abolish Silicon Valley. That'll be fun. Um, probably a little bit more fun, but probably mm-hmm. still going to be a very like, oh, wow, we're still in this mess because dumb libertarianism and not the fun libertarianism. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Good times. Good fucking times. Now, uh, remember, books, books are, are good. good. Actually. Actually.